Guess what, guys? It's episode 350, so we're recording this live from the Maldives since we're going to talk about Maldives honeymoon launch strategies, plus all the latest updates with what we've been doing in Project X and Project 5K. I'm coming at you live from a restaurant here in the Waldorf Astoria that's on a treetop. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Want to check estimated sales for products you see on Amazon? Or maybe you want to instantly see how many listings on page one of a search term result have the actual searched keyword in the title. You can find all of these things out and more with the Helium 10 Chrome extension tool, X-Ray. More than 1 million people have used this tool. Find out what it can do for you by downloading it for free at h10.me forward slash X-Ray. h10.me forward slash X-Ray. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon or Walmart world. And as we do every 50 episodes, we record it right here live in the Maldives so we can talk about the latest Maldives strategies that's going to help you out in your Amazon business. Let's go ahead and get started. All right, guys, so I couldn't record this in the uh, tree restaurant that I did the intro in because um, it was raining and that's like literally out in the open. So we are back here at my actual room here at the Waldorf Astoria. And shout out to them if you guys didn't see. They had, uh, you know, I, I recorded the episode, different episodes here in the Maldives, which I call the Maldives honeymoon episodes. And they already know who we are here. So like when I got here, they had prepared these like paste not pastries but like kind of like chocolates and they did some design where they actually have the helium 10 logo in there i didn't even tell them and so that's just like you know shout out to the waldorf astoria maldives this place is amazing anyways guys if this is the first time you're listening to one of these maldives specials let me let me give you the uh, the quick history we started this back in episode 200 of the podcast and we called it the maldives honeymoon special and at that time, it was strictly about this newish kind of launch method that I was talking about. And, you know, it was based on the, the honeymoon strategy, taking advantage of the Amazon honeymoon kind of period, but then like making it on steroids, you know, like that's why I said Maldives, you know, you, I Googled like what is the most incredible uh, honeymoon experience out there and it was Maldives. So I was like, let me just call it this, you know, it's not some official term or anything like that, but Every 50 episodes since then, I've been doing updates on it where I also give updates to everything that's been going on on Project X and Project 5K and what we can learn about it. Because remember, guys, you know, I'm selling on Amazon just like you guys are. Unfortunately, I can only spend like about five hours a week uh, on it, but I got to keep my knowledge fresh and I got to share with you guys everything that I've learned from all of my different experiments. So, you know, Maldives methodology has kind of, you know, taken on new meaning. You know, it's not just about that initial launch, but it's just about a broader view of it is, is what are the biggest bang for your buck things that you can do to have a long lasting effect on your listing. You know, it's kind of like a, a marriage, you know, like you want to start it off great. You know, you, you like have an amazing honeymoon, right? And where's a better honeymoon than, than the Maldives? But at the same time, you want to have a good bang for your buck too. And, and that's why I actually picked the Waldorf Astoria. This is a $2,500 a night place I'm staying in. I don't pay at all because I use my points from the Hilton American Express card, which is what I use for all my PPC. So I'm getting some amazing bang for my buck here, regardless if this is a honeymoon or not. Now, uh, we're not gonna knock uh, other honeymoons out there, you uh, married couples who didn't get to go to the Maldives. 
both times I got married, I did not go on a, a honeymoon. So, you know, we're, we're not trying to like take this uh, analogy to the next level and this everybody who can't go to the Maldives. But again, the point is that what are some amazing things that you can do to your listing to help you get ahead with a head start or a great restart? Like I said, I've been married twice, so like, hey, well, what's a good restart that you can uh, that you can do a second honeymoon at, as it were? And then also, I've kind of broadened this to just not just be about like your keyword launch strategy or other strategy, but but like your mindset. Like, how do you set yourself up for success in business in general? You know, I, I call that having the Maldives effect, and that's actually what I'm going to be talking about at the sale and scale summit um, this September. Um, it's gonna be about Maldives launch strategy, but it's also about like Maldives honeymooning your mindset so that you can be set up for success because so, so many times people are so data-driven, which is important, you have to be data-driven in this business, but then they forget about you know how to set them up themselves up for success as far as the mindset goes. So I'll be talking about that on stage at the Sell and Scale Summit. If you guys want more information on that, again, make sure to go to h10.me forward slash s3, h10.me forward slash s3. Uh, you can get $100 off uh, to, to register for that. You know, it's not just me talking. Kevin King will be there. Gary V, all Nelly's going to be performing. We're going to have a whole bunch of amazing speakers there. So if you want to save $100 off your ticket to Sell and Scale Summit, make sure to use the code S3BS100, s 3 BS Bradley said 100. All right, guys, let's go ahead and talk then about what has been going on. I'm going to start start this off with a bang, um, give you guys some new information. We talked about this in the Helium 10 Elite Facebook group a few weeks ago. That's where I usually break my discoveries first with that small group of people. I haven't really seen it talked about much out there, so I just thought I'd go ahead and talk about it here on the podcast. The first thing is there's new fields on in Amazon in many categories that are now required that you fill out and these weren't required before and you won't be able to even edit your listing in seller central unless you fill out these fields you know some of them have to do with the the box quantity the country of origin and and the fabric type it's a whole bunch of like new things that are now required like it's in red like you can't change your images in seller central you can't change nothing unless you fill these categories out so make sure to fill those categories out now if you're just like i don't know why you wouldn't want to do that but if you're feeling lazy or you just don't want to have to go into Seller Central, but you still want to make updates to your listing as far as like title, bullet points, description, search terms, things like that. If you're using Helium 10 Listing Builder, you can still edit your listing there and then sync it without having to change those fields. So we're kind of like overriding that block that Amazon is putting in Listing Builder. So there's just a little bit of information for you guys. If you're having trouble editing your listing, that might be why you haven't filled out these new uh, fields. Another thing, in many categories, many categories now, like uh, like the home and kitchen category, search terms are no more. The back end search terms, as in like as far as what it's called being search terms, it is no longer there. What shows up in your listing now, it, that whole keyword section, that tab, you know how there's different tabs when you edit your listing? That whole thing is gone. The search, what used to be search terms, and if you had search terms there, it's now in the details, the product details tab of your listing. And that's where like your bullet points and description go. Now you're gonna see something. Instead of calling it search terms or backend search terms, it's now called generic keyword, right? So check your listing out. A lot of categories this has happened. There's some categories where it still hasn't. I imagine eventually it's gonna be across the board. Usually Amazon does these big time listing changes like, like category by category. 
of the categories I've seen it in so far are like the home and kitchen uh, categories. Now, if you are still using Listing Builder and you're trying to sync it, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, we might have changed the label, but if you see search terms in Listing Builder and you sync your listing, it'll still go ahead and syncs to that generic keyword section. Now, here's something that's interesting. You know, as of right now, you know, may maybe this is just the algorithm trying to refresh itself. Very interesting. Half of the keywords, like in the Project X and Project 5K listings that are in that home and kitchen category, half of the keywords in the search terms are no longer indexed, which is crazy. They used to be all indexed. Half of them are no longer indexed. You know, now why that's the case, you know, who knows? Does this mean that the backend search terms or generic keywords in general are now less kind of impactful on the algorithm? I'm definitely going to have to do some testing on that. All right. Now, one thing you might be wondering is, you know, subject matter has been gone for a long time for many, many listings. And now it's not even, there's not even a keyword section in some of these categories. So does that listing builder trick still work where you can put subject matter into your listing from listing builder and then upload it to Amazon when you sync it without having, uh, without even having subject matter in the back end of your listing? And the answer is yes. Uh, I did a test on it where I, I had some keywords that was not indexed for. Now it's interesting. These are keywords that I had in the search terms. I, I did this on one of the coffin shelves. It, these are keywords that were in the search terms and these are part of those half of the keywords that were not indexed anymore. I took some of those keywords, put it into Listing Builder, into Subject Matter, uploaded it. Within five minutes, boom goes the dynamite. It was indexed. So again, Subject Matter, it looks like in most categories, you're still able to use that Listing Builder trick and it even gets you indexed, whereas search terms does not. Now. In the back end of these home and kitchen categories, there's some new kind of like categories or fields there that I hadn't seen before. Maybe they've been there. I just hadn't noticed it before. But th some of these are uh, recommended uses for products. All right. Recommended uses for products. I did some testing. This field, don't worry too much about it as far as indexing goes. The keywords that I stuck in there did not get indexed. However, another new keyword field is called special features, special features. I hadn't seen this before. Maybe you guys did, but I put in more keywords in special features from those keywords that were in search terms that didn't get indexed, put them into this new field called special features. And then again, index in five minutes for those keywords. So there's some more real estate that you guys can use to get indexed for more keywords should you need it. All right, let's talk uh, before we get into some launch strategy. Let, let's talk about some of the results from, you know, the, this has been since November, since we did episode 300. Now we're at 350. So let me give you an update on Project X and Project 5K for Q4 of last year and Q1 of this year. Now, Project 5K, Q4 last year, we did $170,000 uh, gross sales. I had four main private label brands in there. One of them did 60K, one did 30K another 20 and another 10K. The, that 10K are those mainly those straws. And those are that, that one, that's the original Project 5K, how I launched 12 different products for a total of five, $5,000. Some birds behind me making a lot of noise. Anyways here, um, the, the rest of it was from wholesale on that account. Now, Q1 of this year was only $100,000, all right? So sales went way down in Q1 for Project 5K and and it was mainly wholesale driving that. The private label brands in Project 5K, they only did 15,000, 17,000, 6,000, and 9,000. So private label 
on that account was very low. Now, one of the reasons are two of the products were out of stock almost the entire Q1, the two main sellers of those private label brands. Maybe you guys had a similar experience, but I just got slammed with the shipping delays, like absolutely slammed. Like there was a PO that I dropped in late November and I didn't get it until April. That's how long it took to ship and how long it took to uh, get ready. So those shipping things really, really killed me. Maybe that happened to you guys. I definitely should have planned a little bit, uh, a little bit better on that. All right, now switching over to Project X. Uh, Q4 last year did $70,000. Obviously, that's 100% private label. Our two brands, Manny's Mysterious Oddities and Geese Chicken Coop. Um, Q1 of this year. Now, here, here, this is just an eye-opener, guys. La let me just talk about Q1 last year. We did $66,000. Q1 this year, 20000 So sales on Project X like took a nose dive. And it wasn't even like we were out of stock on that many products or anything like that, like we were on Project 5K. So especially the coffin shelf, that was the biggest loser in Q1 compared to last year. Like I think it was, we went from selling 1,500 units to only 300 units. Now some of it's due to increased competition, some of it's due to increased competition, but it's just, we lost a lot of uh, momentum. And so one of these things I talked about before, you know, that killed momentum is somebody on the Helium 10 team accidentally, I'm assuming accidentally, killed our main PPC campaign for like a month and I didn't know about it. And, and so like after that, things were never the same. You know, sales took a nosedive because that PPC campaign was off. But then like, even when I turned it back on or started it again, I never was able to recoup that momentum. So guys, if you've got a product again, that is um, at least two years old, don't do anything that's gonna kill the momentum or take your foot off the gas. You know, if you've been doing PPC campaigns, if you've been doing outside traffic, don't just like stop and think that you're at the top of the category because there's something going on with Amazon that I've seen and other people have, like Casey Goss have talked about, they call it the Amazon death spiral where if you take your foot off the gas, sometimes Amazon never gives you your momentum back, all right? In Q4 last year, we actually launched a few products for Project X, a new one. For Geese Chicken Coop, we launched a stackable egg rack. I wanted to do something. This was something actually, I was doing a live demo and we were looking on Etsy and this, this product seemed to have some momentum on Etsy where instead of just one egg tray, you have these like kind of like egg racks and you can like stack them up as high as you want. They kind of like interlock with each other. So it seemed like it was good on Etsy. So I was like, hey, this kind of goes along with our brand. Let's go ahead and, and throw this up there. And so we did and it did pretty well. You know, it did pretty well. We actually sold out of it before I could restock it. And so I'm uh, very happy with that launch. Another one. I've talked about this before, how we found it. We were looking at the uh, Amazon Product Opportunity Explorer. And one thing that I love about the Product Opportunity Explorer, and this kind of ties into like Maldives Honeymoon Launch, you know, it is trying to find keywords that have a, a buyer intent, but obvious signs that people are not finding what they are looking for. So what signifies demand? First of all, for the keyword, world search volume, all right? So, you know, we have that in Helium 10. But what Product Opportunity Explorer takes it to a next level, it tells you what's the conversion rate over the last 360 days of a keyword. And so if you look at the coffin shelf niche, a lot of the keywords in there like coffin shelf and coffin decor and things like that, they had like about a, a three to 6% conversion rate, which is, you know, not that great, but it's pretty standard for that niche, right? That means let's out of every 100 searches for coffin shelf, you know, th there's about four people who actually end up buying something immediately after that search. But then we saw this keyword coffin bookshelf, right? And it had a 0.6 conversion rate, 0.6%, meaning out of every 100 searches for this keyword, not even one person would buy a product. 
And so to me, that was interesting. I was like, well, what's going on here that there is not many people finding what they want? So I searched for it just physically online. And sure enough, when you typed in coffin bookshelf before, of course, you know, there's, there's 300 you know, listings that show up, but right there on page one, there was not one coffin bookshelf. There's a whole bunch of coffin shelves, but none of them are big enough to for a book. So that just like put the light bulbs off and it's like, ding, 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 ding. All right. Well, look at this. First of all, there was a very low title density for that keyword. In other words, there was not one listing on page one that had that keyword in the title because there were no coffin bookshelves. All right. That's part of the Maldives honeymoon strategy is looking for keywords with a low title density score for page one that has a lot of demand. But number two, if you can find listings where there's no relevant, like literally zero relevant products on page one, that is a great opportunity if there is search demand. Now, there was not a lot of searches for large coffin shelf or coffin bookshelf. We're talking like a thousand to fifteen hundred, but still that's fifteen hundred. You know, that's fifteen hundred searches and we would have been the only one. So we uh, quickly launched a product that was huge, a huge coffin shelf compared to our original one. And we put books in the main image, launched that in Q4, sold out even before Christmas. I mean, sold out like in a matter of weeks. So that was kind of like proof of concept there. And that's to be something that you guys can do when you're looking for product research, tying in that Maldives methodology with product research even before the launch, right? So so that was what we uh, we launched there in uh, Project X. And unfortunately, we were out of stock of that for like four months after Christmas because we just could not get it in time. Now, how did we launch that uh, keyword? All right. So that or that product, we actually used AZ rank. Now you might be wondering, hey, AZ rank, isn't that like search find buy and that's not allowed on Amazon? That's absolutely correct. But AZ rank, as soon as Amazon put the kibosh, they're like, all right, fine. We're not going to do search find buy anymore. We're going to turn this into like kind of like product surveys and giving you actually an extra level of um, looking for uh, looking for what your buyer's intent and what your buyers are interested in. So AZ rank kind of like completely changed their business model over there. And so we use this to launch uh, to launch this uh, coffin bookshelf to relaunch this, I should say, um, after the second time. The first time we actually did it the traditional way because that was when search find buy was still OK. But the second time, remember, like I said, we were out of stock for three months. The second time we had to relaunch it, we used AZ rank, but their new methodology. So the way that we did it was we gave like users like a list of different keywords that we thought were the most relevant and then asked them, hey, which keyword would you use or maybe it's not even one of these one of the above keywords which keyword would you use to find this product and you showed them the picture of the product and then you know you have them pick or they would choose to pick either coffin bookshelf or large coffin shelf or they would just give you some completely random keyword that you know like a few of them said a uh, gothic bookshelf and then in addition to that for our main keywords that we wanted to do research on like coffin bookshelf and co even coffin shelf because we got sales on that um we had them do market research. So uh, AZ Rank is using their customer base and they're asking them these questions. All right, look at Coffin Shelf and tell us what you like about these results. And what do you like, you know, is there something, uh, an image here that makes you stop your scroll? What about our image compared to others? What about our features? Like it goes way in depth. It's almost kind of like, think like using Helium 10 Audience or PicFu combined with, you know, market research. And, and that's the kind of information we're getting. Now with that, guys, we got to, after six days, we got to top five for coffin shelf keyword, which is the main keyword in the niche. We got to page one, position one in six days for coffin bookshelf 
all through this new kind of launching that that AZ rank had where you're not just doing search find by and telling people to search for this keyword and find it but you're you're just letting the customers choose their own adventure as it were like hey what what how would you find this keyword and then let us know the market research on this you know which is uh, within terms of service all right so hats off to AZ rank for for kind of like being able to change their business model to keep within terms of service there now one thing to note the the single large coffin shelf we made profit is almost break even like it is just super super hard we have that as a price point of like i think it's like 53 dollars, and because of the size of it it's just really hard to to break even because of the shipping cost to get it here and then the fba fees that amazon is charging interestingly enough we're selling also as a variation this is another thing for you guys out there when you're launching products another way we have a variation of that in the same listing for that large coffin shelf and the small coffin shelf so what i did was i was like look at this large coffin shelf i was like let me make the middle shelf removable hope you guys can picture that just think of the coffin shelf and the middle shelf removable and then first of all being removable is cool in itself for people who want to just have like a big coffin uh, shaped box right so that's like cool in itself a cool feature that the regular coffin shelves didn't have but by making it removable now i could put our regular project x coffin shelf inside of the big bookshelf coffin bookshelf and ship it together in the same exact size box as the large coffin shelf so we're like let's go ahead and launch a different skew of a coffin shelf combo the large one and the small one now the same it's the same exact box and so even though i'm only charging something like 63 dollars for the combo whereas the by itself the, the regular one is, is like 54 we are uh making 15 about 15 percent more profit than the single one by itself all right so so there's a, a lesson for you guys that uh, of how you can maybe get around some like shipping uh, problems is is if you have a larger product you know what else can you throw in there you can increase the price and then the customer is getting more bang for the buck but you're actually the one who's making more profit another thing we did before was uh we had launched uh in the past pink and purple coffin shelves and back in the day there was like no hardly any coffin shelves so we actually had them all as standalone listings and then what we did was we were running traffic to all three of those listings but now you know page one on coffin shelf was so kind of saturated we decided to combine those listings so so lem uh here at evangelist here at helium 10 he combined all three of those listings into a variation and then actually interestingly enough the pink and purple sales went up because now they were all getting some visibility from the black coffin shelves you know search position right there their, their keyword rank Another lesson from Project X is make sure to have your alerts on and activated and that you're checking it. Uh, the egg tray, the, the original egg tray from Project X. Sales were dead and I never even was checking. What happened was it got adult product classification and I didn't even realize it. I looked in alerts, sure enough, like two months ago, it told me, hey, this product was marked adult. I didn't do anything. I've launched two different cases right now with Seller Central and they still haven't taken it off, even though they keep saying they're gonna take it off the adult product classification. So guys make sure alerts are turned on all of your products if you have helium 10 and then be checking your alerts you know i had it turned on that was the first half but i wasn't checking my alerts so i didn't even know that we lost sales because we got classified as an adult product all right going to project 5k straws you know again that was the original products uh, line that we had started with this they started blowing up we've been selling more straws than ever for example there was one color of straws i had a, a skew that was a 50 straw skew so i was like you know what I want to come out with 150 straw of this same exact skew 
right? Now, here's the thing. I decided to use a different method of launch for this. I was like, let me take this as a standalone listing first. So I'm not going to make it a variation. I'm going to take this 150 straws and I'm going to make it a standalone listing so I can take advantage of its own honeymoon period, right? Because if, if it was if it was on another listing, I'm not going to get that much of a honeymoon period. So I started it off by itself. I knew all of the keywords that were driving the most sales for the 50 straw listing. So what I did was I created a uh, using the new Maldives launch method that I talked about in episode 301 of the podcast, where I, I take the 10 keywords that I think are going to drive me to sales. And I want to try and get to page one. And I did a PPC campaign on these 10 keywords that I knew were driving sales to the 50 keyword or the 50 straw variation. And I put a super high bid to make sure that I was coming up at the top. Now, I didn't get traction on all 10 of those uh, keywords. However, that being said, the number one keyword uh, let's just say these were purple straws, all right? It's not purple straws, but let's just say it was purple straws. Purple straws would have been my main keyword, right? On that one, I got to page one, position two. And again, part of the Maldives method of launch is your target main, main keyword should be in phrase form in your title, preferably without many other people having your title. Uh, that, you know, if it was a purple straw, again, which it's not, that purple straw keyword was exactly in the, in the, in the title. And sure enough, I got to page one. The second keyword, I got page one, position eight. Now, this also has to do with the Maldives method is when you're launching on keywords, try and do variations of each other. So let's say one key, the main keyword is purple straws, which is in the title, but your second keyword, which maybe also is in the title, is purple straws decor or something like that. Well, if I'm sending traffic either via PPC or whatever to both of those keywords at once, the momentum is feeding off of each other when there's activity on purple straws and then there's activity on purple straws decor. So that's what I did on this one. That one I got to the top of page one as well. Another keyword, which is uh, the actual most search volume on this is 10,000. That, that purple straws keyword is only like 2,000 search volume. But there's this other keyword that I always got a lot of traction for. And you would think it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with this product. Um, it would be like if it's purple straws and then the keyword is Barney party decor. I mean, you can kind of think, well, okay, well, I know what purple straws would be would be relevant to Barney party decor. But that, that Barney party decor obviously means a whole bunch of other things, mainly Barney things and stuff like that. But I, from day one of this listing, I, I, I saw another straw getting uh, sales off of this keyword. That's why I've always uh, concentrated on it. Well, anyways. That keyword, obviously, it's not going to be a brand name. I didn't put Barney in it because this is not Purple Straws, but just, I'm just using an example here. But that keyword I had in the title, and even though it had 10,000 searches, and um, I, I only got, I only sold five units via PPC, five units via PPC, and I got to page one, uh, position one, page one, position one, after only five sales. Again, combining that Maldives method, and there was a lot of buyer intent uh, for that keyword for my kind of product. Uh, another keyword, um, I only got one sale on PPC. One sale on PPC, 1700 search volume, took me to page one, position seven. So the Maldives strategies we talked about in 301, guys, still working uh, nowadays. What did I do once I got to page one for all these keywords? Well, at that point, I combined the listings into a variation where now it says 50 straws or 150 straws, and then hoping that my original listing can now take advantage of the bumped up uh, keyword rank of that original one. And then now the new one, that it's, it would keep its momentum going because now it has all of the reviews 
of that first listing. So again, this was, this was just a, a strategy that I used and it worked great. And, and we've been selling hundreds and hundreds of these straws. You know, again, we're not making a lot of money on, the, on this. You know, when you're talking about seven, $8 products, you're not making much money, but but this is just fun for me. It's just fun for me to work on these kind of products and just see see what the algorithm does and, and, and show that, hey, even if you don't have a lot of money, if you wanna start selling small on Amazon, you absolutely can with products uh, like this. One product that I had in one of the accounts, there was a keyword wasn't ranking for. And then I put this keyword in the title. I just wanted to see if that part of the Maldives worked. Sure enough, within days, page one, position one, all right? I'm not trying to say, guys, go changing your title all the time. Amazon doesn't really like that. This is one I had never changed a title on, and it was a very slight change. It already had the one word. I just added another word after it, and then that newly formed two-word phrase got to page one, position one, uh, right away on that. Another listing I tested if the canonical still works as far as that trick that we talk about where you change the first five words and then put a dash. It still did. One of them it did. It did work. It changed within 24 hours. Another one, it never changed. So I actually opened up a case with Seller Central and said, hey, guys, can you change the canonical URL to this? And they changed it for me. So those two things uh, I tested recently and are still working. Another project or product in 5K, uh, I discontinued, but I relaunched it. All right. So what happened was it was like a candle and, and this candle had uh, a lot of wicks. And what happened was the first batch, um, I didn't get. I didn't have it inspected well enough and they were missing a lot of wits. So the original uh, listings got a lot of bad reviews because of that. So instead of relaunching once I ran out of stock on that same listing, I just started from scratch on a new listing and it, it did okay. It did much better than if I would have tried to launch it on that SKU or relaunch it on that SKU that already had uh, only three stars out of five. Another thing, uh, there was a product I was out of stock, one of the main products on one of my Project 5K accounts. I was out of stock for four stinking months, all right? So I wanted to relaunch with a bang, and I went to AZ Rank and did that same thing that I did with that coffin bookshelf, where I, I wanted to do some like heavy market research and, and just have the people pick what keywords they were going to, uh, they wanted to use to search for this. Sure enough, three of the main keywords that I use this this like product or this, this uh, market research systemology that they have now, every single one, page one, position one for all three of the main keywords on this relaunch. So that to me is part of the Maldives strategy because again, I had these keywords in the title and uh, I was getting some market research um, out of this. A couple of the products that I relaunched, I could tell at the end of Q4, hey, shipping prices are going out of control. All right, out of control. So. A lot of these products I have in Project 5K are similar to, to Project X in that like, you know, like the coffin shelves in Project X are kind of bigger. These products were kind of bigger. So what I did was I actually shaved like two, three inches off on each side. And that allowed me to keep the price the same while many uh, sellers were raising their price. And it allowed me to keep the price the same, but I was able to keep my same profit margins even though the shipping prices went up because I was able to save money shipping it to the US and I was able to shave save money in Amazon FBA. Now here's the thing, with Amazon FBA, I launched on the same SKU. So it still had the old dimensions there. So what I had to do was wait till I got like a few weeks of sales and then I submitted to them, hey, please do a, uh, um, you know, re a re-measurement of these because you guys are charging me the wrong one. So I'm gonna get my money back. Uh, on that one. So I did that on two different products successfully where I was like, you know what, if I shave a few inches off here or there, it's not going to like mean less sales for me, but it's going to mean a lot more profit savings uh, for me. Now, here's one thing that I wanted to talk about that's 
I'm definitely going to probably have some case study information on for the next uh, episode, maybe episode 400 of the podcast. And, and this is about a new company called Press X. And, and they're doing some interesting work. I'm not even sure if it's going to be available um, yet to the public, but uh, PressX.Live is the name of the company. And, and I took a look at some of their case studies that they did. And what it has to do is like these news articles getting out there about a product. You're getting like all this subscribe and save activity. And you're also getting sales increases because you're just organically your keyword ranks are going up just by this outside traffic. So one of their case studies is it was in the beauty products niche. And I'm looking here at the information. They did a publication in the Daily Mall. Uh, the Daily Mall is a big online publication. And they had a $10,000 budget. Now, hold on. You know, you might be thinking $10,000 budget. That is ridiculous. Now, this $10,000 budget was over six months. All right. Now, now it doesn't sound so much, right? And they got uh, 6,667 clicks out of this. So, you, 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 I mean, that's not that many. Cost per click is not that much considering that this is a $10,000 budget and they got almost 7,000 clicks. All right. Now, here's uh, some of the results. The BSR uh, went from 2,900 down to 470. And there was even a time when BSR was down to nine in the beauty category. So it just went blew up because of this, these, these press releases. They got 500 new subscribe and save orders from this campaign. That is huge. If, if your product is something that can, is, is replenishable, like beauty or grocery or, or health and household, that is huge to get 500 new subscriptions. Um, sales growth average was 50% up. Uh, before they were doing 100 orders a day, so it was already selling pretty well. And then now the sales went to 146 a day. They had one day sale of $60,000. And then again, the organic rank improved significantly. It's not because they were doing two step URLs or, or search find buy or anything, it's just organic traction because of this outside traffic that Amazon loves. They did another case study in the beauty category. Also, the publication was a daily mall. They only did 8,000 uh, budget spent, and it was about 5,000 clicks, and it's still going on. And uh, BSR went from 4,600 down to 1,800, um, and they had a 25% sales growth average. It was about 82 sales a day before, and now it's 100 sales a day, and they even had a $10,000 a day. And again, their keyword ranks have increased. So this is like something that um, I definitely want to keep my eye on because, uh, again, for me, the Maldives methodology is not just about using one tactic, but it's about a whole bunch of things put together. And if I can get a, a great head start, you know, just like if, if a marriage can get on a great head start with an awesome honeymoon, like in the Maldives, well, if I can have do this press release and have that give me a, a, a boost when I'm getting started, or even if I have a, if I have a, you know, mature listing and I can still get another boost, almost like renewing your wedding vows, if we're going to keep this analogy going, well, shoot, this is something I want to try. So guys, um, probably by episode 400, um, you know, I'll have done a couple of these, you know, and, and let's definitely, you know, see how uh, it's going. These are long-term case studies. It's not something that, hey, get to page one in four days, uh, you know, as you, as you saw from those, you know, one of them was like three months and one of them was like six months long, but I definitely want to see how, how it's going. A couple other things I did for Project X and Project 5K. I wanted to try different shipping methods. Uh, so you guys probably saw in the, the Seller Solutions Hub, which is our, uh, used to be called Trusted Partner Director in Helium 10. You can find it at hub.helium10.com. Um, I used uh, the shipping company Forskit. 
really cool. You know, no no knock on my sourcing agent uh, who normally handles my shipments, but I don't have much visibility on what's going on. Like, I just have to ask her in WeChat, like, hey, did you ship it yet? Where's it at? Where's my shipping? Where's it going to be? With Forsket, it's pretty cool because, like, you can you know when they pick it up from the factory. You know when it, it gets loaded on a, on a ship. You know when it leaves China. You know when it, it hits, you know, the U.S. shores. You know when it gets unloaded to the warehouse, when it's going to get to you. It's really cool the amount of information you get. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do a little mini blog about it, you know, showing you guys screenshots and things. But check them out, guys. Forsket, they're in hub.helium10.com. Just look at the shipping companies. But really happy with the service that, that, that they gave. I know a lot of you guys are always looking for shipping companies. Um, I did also uh, try a different inspection too. And this is another one from the uh, Syria, uh, Syria sellers, <laughs> the seller solutions hub. It's called Zoom Inspect. They did a great job inspecting one of my shipments, really detailed report. So I love trying out and giving props to these companies in our solutions hub. And so guys, you know, make sure that if you, if you have somebody that you use that you definitely recommend, make sure to recommend them to the, the seller solutions hub at hub.helium10.com. And then if, if you see one that you've used in there and had a good experience or a bad experience, make sure to leave a review. If you're a Helium 10 member, you can actually leave verified reviews in our seller solutions hub. So to make sure that, you know, if there's like a bad player that got into our hub and, and a lot of people leave bad reviews because they're they're kind of shady, well, we want to know about it. So make sure to leave reviews, either positive or negative. Just make sure they're honest reviews, obviously, of our hub. And if you guys are looking for other, you know, service providers or agencies on things that Helium 10 doesn't provide, we've got it there in that hub. So anyways, guys, that's it for this episode uh, 350. Again, shout out to the Waldorf Astoria uh, here in the Maldives for hosting me again for now the third time the other time i went to the conrad um but this here is my favorite uh hotel here in the maldives if any of you guys are getting married and want to have a cool honeymoon make sure to come out here this is the uh, best way to do it and again like i said guys maldives methodology when it comes to amazon and stuff that i'm talking about it's about launch it's about doing things that set you off on the having your best foot forward it's about your mentality and, and getting the best bang for your buck and it's about setting yourself up for success. So again, that's a made up word that we've done here, but I wanted to actually eventually have some meaning for you guys. So it's just something that you can go back to and then you ask yourself like, hey, this thing that I'm doing on Amazon, my launch, you know, my keyword research, is it gonna have the Maldives effect? You know, is this, is this really gonna, gonna set me off on the best foot forward and, and make something that's gonna be memorable for me? You know, is my mindset going to be in a way where it's gonna set me up for success? That part of things, I didn't talk much about today, but remember, I'm gonna be talking about that at the Sale and Scale Summit in September. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining me. It's amazing that we have been now through 350 episodes. I appreciate every one of you guys. Don't forget, leave a review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done so already. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.